M&M Investments. Minus four and a half on the road. I am all in against bad quarterbacks and no-name backup quarterbacks. Featuring Mutt and Merloni. A well-rounded football team. I don't think they lose four games in a row. I think right now it's about three and a half. Brought to you by Twin River Casino and Hotel. Check out the brand new sports book at Twin River Casino in Lincoln, Rhode Island. Now open. Here's Mike Mutnatsky and Lou Merloni. Beat your bookie senseless. God, M&M Investments. Smoking last week. Did we, did we win every game? No, I lost the game. Which one? Uh, You're the guy. What did I lose? Bills. Bills. Uh, Bills. Bills. Looking good Jets. for a They were up 10-0, I think it was. I was counting that as a win, but uh, that didn't happen. You went 4-0. Yeah, well, 4-0. The 4-0 man. This, this, the 4-0 man. An asterisk. Because I don't know. Because I really, I mean, I saw, what, what's our guy's name? Callahan? S.V. Callahan. Yeah. I'll give him a shout-out here. One of the better parody accounts on Twitter. That's why I said he's wrong. So we're talking about games. Right, and we're talking about the Miami New England game, and I yeah. tell you that I personally would not bet. I don't bet the Patriots because I'm already you invested. The Dolphins plus. So they said, "But yeah. who would you take?" I said, "I would take the Dolphins plus seven. And he said that that's a stay away game in this little cute little rundown. He, well, well if I'm telling you the Dolphins are going to cover seven, it's just that I'm personally not going to bet it. If I tell you the week before that Houston's going to blow out Cleveland, because this is just what happens, but I personally wouldn't do it. I don't do it because I like Baker Mayfield. Aren't I telling you that Houston's going to win? Yeah, yeah I, I, I guess this got into this this whole thing this week. You went four and zero. Oh, I went three and one, seven and one for the week. So you're welcome to those who jumped the board. Yeah, we'll you're welcome. You, we we'll had some winners Anything later on. A couple minutes. Um, this guy's the thing where Jerry's been doing the same sort of thing where because we do a gambling podcast yep. presented by our great friends at Twin River, I have some awesome news on Twin friends. River coming up, uh, that we're supposed to pick every game and that every game is supposed to have the same amount of weight to it and that if I pick a game, it means I'm going to bet that game with all my bankroll. That's not. I think we said in the first podcast, that's not how I bet. No. I don't think it's not how you bet. I don't bet every game the same amount. If you do that, you're a fish, you know, you know deadbeat you loser who's dead every single week. You know when you do that? You do that in your neighborhood pools. Sure. You know, but you have like, it's whatever. You got 20 guys in there and everybody picks and you see who wins more every single week. Or, you know, just pools. That's the only time you'd ever I'm do in that. a work pool. I, I suck, but I'm in a work pool. I pick up. every game. What gambler bet, bets 16 games? Now, they, they might bet four times in one single game if they really love it, right? You might bet first half, you might bet the over, you might bet the game itself because you just love the game. Mikey, be- Mikey betting because the line is where you want it to be. Yeah, the line keeps moving in your direction. And you're using it in everything. You know, you're using it in teasers, whatever it might be. But um, 16 games, nobody does that. You do it in your neighborhood pool. No, and this you know, the, this morning, this is where we do this on Thursday, we're talking about Chargers-Chiefs. It's the Thursday night game. It's a great game. It's, it affects the Patriots. It's the last Thursday night game of the year. It's two teams fighting for the division, the playoff spot, everything else. And get on my ass because I'm not going to give out a pick because they want my picks to be my bets. And I'm telling you, I would not bet this Thursday night game with your money. There are too many injuries, too many questions. There's too many variables. I want to bet games where I think I can eliminate some of the variables or where information or news gives me even a slight edge. This game tonight... I have no opinion. Jerry said you have balls, and then you got a big. I did. Pick. I, so heard let's, let's I heard hear that. Let's hear your big morning, pick tonight. Lose got Chargers balls. and Chiefs, and then he's going to pick this game. Yep, let's well, go. Let's I'm hear. here to tell you, Jerry, that I have no nuts. I'm with <laughs> you in this one. Like, and this is the other thing too. Like, there are some games we'll sit there and put this thing out. You know, Sunday morning uh, inactives out of nowhere. Saturday inactives out of nowhere. So, uh, that. Personally, if I'm going to sit here and tell you about all these games, I don't know by Sunday when I put them in. I got to wait and find out. It's There's Thursday morning. It's Thursday morning right now. That you got to keep an eye on. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you in this game here tonight. Like, I personally, I don't need to bet it to watch it to be engaged. Not that that's the only reason why I do bet. Yeah. Because the other side of it is that 
I don't know where this is going to go. Like, I don't have a good feeling. I'm not going to bet it just because it's a game. I don't bet every game on there, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot of games you look at and say, yeah, I wouldn't touch it. I, you know, when I do my little neighborhood and I got to pick every single one and hopefully I can go 11-5 and five and win or 12-4, and four, you got to probably go 14-2 and two to win, then, yeah, then I would lean on certain games. But this one here, what's it, three and a half? Three and a half right now, Chiefs at home. This is how little I feel about this game. We do a work pool, pick them here. I circled the Chiefs, and this is on a dumb pick thing. I went back and crossed it out and went back to the Chargers. I have no idea on this game tonight. No. So the games that I we pick here, the Patriots game, we're going to probably give out every week. It's a We're based in Boston, so people want to know what you we're think gonna about the Patriots. We're going to win that game. Well, we're on the opposite. Well, yeah, we're going to give you one. You're going to win that game. This is like a professional site, yeah. right? You give one side, I give the other side, and we're going to win it. And then what, the winner calls back <laughs> to the guy, those scandy cappers. But, I mean, I, th- that's how I approach it. So, you know, Jerry and Glenn want to bust balls for, you know, we, what'd you bet? There are certain games where I feel more strongly about. I try to get that across with lock of the week or the, you know, whatever the, the push is here on the podcast. There are other games where I don't feel strongly about. I'm still going to pick it in some cases, but I think people want to know how, you know how, how far you're willing to go for a certain game and where that would rank on you know, where you would pick these games this week. And last week for me, yeah, the, 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 the Dolphins, it was a take-the-points game. I didn't love it. I was going to bet my own money. But it was a take-the-points game for the, the Dolphins over the Patriots. Yeah, in my luck. And I mean, lucked out into it there at the end. I, I, I got lucky with a late touchdown in overtime. I had Dallas. I had Dallas oh. giving just over three. So, the Mari Cooper, thank you very, very much. But, um, yeah, I just this game here Thursday night, I'm not, I'm not feeling one way or the other, to be perfectly honest with you. But I will, we still have some here that we like. And I'll have to give you, let me give you one here because normally I look at it and I say this team was on the road the last couple of weeks. I believe they had very difficult matchups. I don't like the way they looked at all, and their quarterback is now coming into question. That's the Minnesota Vikings. However, they are at home now, new offensive coordinator. They have too many pieces. More importantly to me, it's who they're playing. They're playing the Miami Dolphins, and we've seen this time and time again. First off, the Miami Dolphins, the, uh, the, we know the New England Patriots are like 1-5 down in Miami. Last year was the same scenario. They beat the New England Patriots, and then they lost their last three. How many times have we seen this in the NFL this year, especially with well, this team, the New England Patriots? You beat the New England Patriots, you, next week you lay down. It's like they're Super Bowl. They treat like a Super Bowl, yeah. And I think you go back to Minnesota, I still believe now they're home after being on the road. Um, I still think it's a good team who, in my mind, desperately needs to win that game. Not that that really factors in, because Miami does. I just like Minnesota, and that's given seven. That's a big number. It is a big number. It's a big number. Miami lays down. Against a team that did not look good on, uh, was it Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. uh, offensively. The thing you have going for you there, and we saw it last week with, you had the Packers last week, right? One of your I did. Picks. So, I, I like the Packers angle last week of, they fired their coordinator. Aaron Rodgers, free of those shackles, going to go play well. You're getting the same thing with Minnesota, yeah. man. That's a that's a team that had averaged over eight yards a carry against the Patriots and stopped running because DiFilippo, in the mind of a lot of people around Minnesota, was trying to get an offensive coordinator job and was not running the ball with Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray. And they're going to run the ball this week. They're going to keep Miami off the field. See, that's to me, a, it's, that's a strong lead. It's that's, not a, it's I not like a, that. it's not an awful football team. So you could say well, a lot of awful football teams make 
different changes, right? Offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, and you just don't see the reaction from it. I think this is a better football team. You got a head coach that's trying to prove that, you know what, it wasn't me. It was the offensive coordinator. Same with a quarterback, and just like Rodgers last week. So with all that going into it, I like Minnesota. See, and I'm going to use that angle in a different way. So I, I, your, your, it was a sharp play last week with Green Bay with the coordinator thing. They come back this week now off of a surprising win. They look good. Rodgers look good. Big numbers. They get the Bears there in Chicago. They played a close game the first time around. Uh, the Bears are five-and-a-half-point favorites at home, and I love, love the Bears at home in this game because the Packers had their post-honeymoon. Yeah. Here's Joe Philbin, new, no coordinator. Now they come right back down to earth. People are going to bet the Packers off that game. They're betting Packers. You look at the Sports Insights website, which I look at, which is a great tool if you have not checked it out. They're showing all the money that's coming in on Green Bay. Six and one at home against the spread this year are the Bears. They're seventh in offense. They're third in overall defense, and they are going to pressure the hell out of Aaron Rodgers. They're a legit Super Bowl threat. The Packers just played their Super Bowl game. Mm -hmm. There's a huge letdown factor here, and I love the Bears at home off the statement last week coming back and finally not just beating Green Bay at home, but winning by a touchdown, covering easily. I think the Bears were in a great spot against Green Bay coming off last yeah, week. Yeah, and especially at home, too. That defense so is good a in Chicago. Bear is a different level. And, you know, again, I've been talking all week about, you know, because you have these super offenses, but you've got these defensive-minded teams that you know, they at ho- really need to be at home, you know, especially come postseason time. And Chicago might be one of those teams. You know, yeah. can, can they go on the road and be that great defense to slow down a Rams or a New Orleans? I don't know. But at home, I like them in that spot. So I kind of go against that a little bit here because I think a great defense – Again, and, and but then this team's not at home. I just love the way Seattle's playing right now. You know, I just think they go in San Fran, they're giving four at San Fran. And I just think that they're playing a different level. I think Russell Wilson has taken his game to a different level. We saw that game the other night. Wagner's out of control, but defensively, you know, they went to a Carolina a few weeks back, and I thought won a big football game there as well. Well, my defense is not the question, but you see, watching that game Monday night, that offense is not very good. No, they're not. But, I mean, they're running the ball. They've kind of gotten back to running the football with Carson. Now, I don't know. Can you do that in um, San Fran? I just think think that they can – they're playing too good right now. Kind of like Chicago. I feel like they're finding their groove. Teams had a court, counted Seattle out. I like them only giving four points at San Fran. I think they win this thing by a touchdown. Yeah, money coming in on San Fran uh, in that game. But if you believe that last week was sort of a fluke and the Kittles and Mullins, you're getting a really good defensive team on the road. You think they're going to let Kittles do what he did? Uh, no, and by the way, Kittles only did what he did in the first half. He right. needed six more yards or whatever to set mm-hmm. the all-time tight end receiving Pettis, record. They Wilson. didn't get it to him. I don't know if Breed is going to be back or not, but the kid Wilson out of the backfield. But Pettis good is, receiver. Is, is, yeah, yeah, they're good. I just think that Seattle is playing too good right now to have a hiccup in San Fran. I know it's a division game and all. I'd like Seattle. I'm not sure he's going to last uh, through next year. Matt Patricia's had a weird year in Detroit. He's mm-hmm. yelling at reporters. He's having his team practice outside, and this was the game Matt Patricia practiced his team outside for. They're going to Buffalo. They're on the road. Weather forecast right now, courtesy of the Weather Channel, two degrees as oh, a high a nice day. for kickoff uh, in Buffalo. I uh, Bills burned me last week, my only loser. I'm going back to Buffalo. I like teams that are at home as small favorites, and the Bills right now are favored by two at home against the Lions. Since Josh Allen came back in Week 12, the Bills are averaging over 21 points per game. The Lions' offense sucks. They they got lucky in catching an opponent at the right time last week in Arizona. They might be, you know, two of the bottom five teams in the league right now. The, the Lions and the Cardinals. Uh, they have no carry on Johnson. Marvin Jones is not there. It is basically down to Matt Stafford 
uh, and Kenny Galladay, those two guys. Mm-hmm. And if you can shut down Galladay, you can shut down Detroit. Lions are 2-5 and five their last seven games against the spread. And I love this whole idea where Patricia practices them outside. We're in the cold. They saw her doing it for a game like this. They get Buffalo, a really good Buffalo defense, a top-five defense. Uh, and they get Buffalo outside in the cold, only laying two points. Give me the Bills to cover that two at home against a Matt Patricia Lions team that he might not be coaching that so team middle next Bills, year. Huh? I'm going right back to Buffalo. Big disappointment the I like watching week. Josh Allen play. I'll be. I'll admit that. He's, He's going to run 130. Ru- he might. He rushed for over 100 la- back-to-back weeks. I've 100 yards rushing. The last two or three weeks it's worked out pretty well, nice. Look at you. That's worked out. See, saving money at quarterback. So I do like that. I like that game. You know who's playing really good football right now? The New York Giants. The Giants are at home given one and a half to Tennessee. And should have played Saquon Barkley in DraftKings last week. Yep, Barkley's there. We don't know about Odell. He was held out of practice here on Thursday. You don't know if he's going to be there. Well, it's that is kind of like a wait and see. But even without him, I think that they they I give them credit because this when you looked at them, I remember looking at their schedule because my kid's a big Giants fan. And I remember looking at their schedule saying, man, they must have one of the toughest. Odell? Yeah. Oh, did he meet Odell at the Super Bowl? No, he hasn't met Odell. Who pretty much met everybody else in the freaking league. Kamara, <laughs> Antonio, That's Kelsey, Kamara. Drew Brees, Von Miller. Kids spoiled. Um, but I give them credit because I remember looking at their schedule saying, damn, they got, they got a tough schedule. They could easily start 1-5, and 1-6, and six. and they pretty much did. But I give them credit for kind of regrouping, and I think they're playing much better football. I know last week I had them. That was you know, We both had them in that Washington yep. game. and that was, that was an, against Mark Sanchez. That was an easy game because Mark Sanchez sucked. But I don't believe in Tennessee. Um, I know Derrick Henry's could have had this resurgence, and, and I just don't see it happening. I like the Giants at home covering that one and a half. And you know what? Covering it comfortably against Tennessee. Ooh. Is that a lot? Comfortably. Is that a lot? Well, we got, we'll, we'll circle back to Locke here in a second. Comfortably. Um, yeah, th- this, is, this is an interesting one. The, the Cowboys, you mentioned their game. Everybody saw it. They turned the ball over a million times against mm-hmm. the Eagles. Still were in that game. But needed some wacky stuff to happen to get that thing done. And now I think people are going to see the Cowboys. They're going to see the running game, see Ezekiel Elliott, see Amari Cooper, and they're going to buy in. They get a tough customer in the Colts at home. Andrew Luck has been as big a surprise to me as any quarterback in the league this year. I think I thought Josh McDaniels made a great call not going there. He was hurt. But he's been throwing the ball all over the place. And what I like about Frank Reich and the Colts, they, they don't just do one thing. They look at the opponent, and they're like the Patriots in a way. They're versatile. They're not going to run against Dallas. Dallas is a great run defense. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give it to their their guys. They're going to throw. And, and Andrew Luck is going to throw all over this Cowboy defense. And I'm not sure the Cowboys can run. You talk about injuries. Zach Martin, their big right guard, all pro, pro bowler, he's banged up, did not practice as of Wednesday. He's iffy at best. If he does not go, it is a huge drop-off for them. Their whole passing game, Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, is built off the running game. And the Colts are a versatile team, and they are tough to run against. They're a top-10 run defense right down the league. I know they're laying three. I know the Cowboys are hot right now. Give me the Colts and the ability to stop the run. No Zach Martin. Minus three at home mm, against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. It's a big that's game for both game. teams. The Colts are still in the playoff well run right, right now. now. And they, they beat – everyone thought they're on the Houston bandwagon. Colts got it done. They get it done again. And they get it done on the arm of Andrew Luck. Big Andrew Luck game on Sunday. So do we do? We, so now we got to do the Patriots here, the Patriots Steelers. We both have Pat Steelers as a game. I uh, do, and I, I tell you, you went four and zero, so you get uh, you get honors here. I'm going New England here, um, given given two. Uh, last week we took Miami um, seven and a half because yep. I, I felt like they would win, just not cover that game. And we all know how that thing ended, um, which would have happened anyway, right? They would have covered it and just not it would have won the game. Miami would have would have covered rather. I just I go back on the history again. See the one thing. 
that that game was so crazy, that last play against Miami. And I know defensively they they look like crap, right? They ran the ball and, and I don't even someone Bra- named Brandon Bolden who I think I think there was a player here, Brandon Bolden yeah. at one point. He can't still but be you know, the lead. Bolden to me is like one perfect play, fifty six yard touchdown. What was more disturbing was Frank Gore, who's hundred and seven years old. <laughs> Already have twelve carries, ninety two yards. Over, I mean yeah. ten what it was through I mean, off the charts. So I know you gotta keep an eye, I guess, on James Conner and see what the deal is with him coming back. Um, Steven Ridley, another old friend. Will he kind of do his thing? <laughs> I can't believe these guys are still in the league. But what still impressed me in, in, in Miami is, and I know there's some red zone, but that was the best offensive output we've seen on the road from this New England Patriots team. The other games, you could sit there and say, what the, the offense looked completely different. Okay, And even in that Chicago game, it was Cordell Patterson running back and a block punt for a touchdown. Yep. That's when they put up some points. But even with those two plays, this offense is healthy. It's healthy as it's ever been. Uh, they're going to go down there. They're going to put up some points still. And I think the lack of running game, we'll see what's going on with Connor. Um, you know they're going to score. Those two wide receivers are outstanding. But I just, as long as Tom Brady is here, I, do th- I don't think I can ignore history. And history says he dominates down there. Gronkowski does as well. They beat Pittsburgh. Well, you're consistent. Last week went with history. That's why the mm-hmm. Dolphins plus the points. This week going with history. Uh, I have a different take on this game. I-, I will say this. We are presented by our friends at Twin River. I was texting with Craig, their GM, this morning. Yep. Next uh, next week, I will not say the exact day, but next week it looks like they are targeted to open up their new stadium sports book. Ooh. 100 TVs, stadium setup, uh, bar nice. service, food service, everything. So I will have, I'll probably have some more info next week uh, on the podcast, but if you're waiting and thinking about going to Twin River, I'd say go this weekend and check it out. But next week is a week you want to tell your wife – Honey, Saturday, some NFL games, maybe Sunday morning. Let me ask you a question. To get away for a little bit, because it looks like next week is going to be the week at Twin River for the big stadium sportsbook opening. Well, do people, do you recommend, because um, I'm sure it's going to be you know chaos down there, do people have to reserve seats, or is it one of these first-come, first-served type of things? Uh, I know the way it's set up is there will be some seating where it's going to be first-come, first-serve. I'm not even sure if they're going to take reservations. Right okay. now... You, they have two places where you can bet, and then you can go to any place in the casino and watch the games. Like they have a shipyard brewery, they have Fred and Steve's, they got a wicked good sports bar, and they're doing a good job putting all the games on these TVs. But the reservation thing, give me a week and I'll tell you next Thursday. Right, I don't good. know for sure, but it looks like next week that's going to be open. Uh, I'm going the opposite of this. Give me the Steelers at home plus two against the Patriots. And James Connor is a factor. If, if James Connor, he was healthy and playing, would you still? Pick the Patriots I think no matter would, what? Yes. Okay, because to me, I would take the Steelers even if he doesn't play. Jalen Samuels is the guy they're going to use. He's more of a receiver than runner. I think they're going to throw all over the Patriots. I don't trust the Patriots' defense at all. I've seen now in back-to-back weeks them get carved up on the ground. I've also seen them struggle in the passing game in the middle of the field. I saw Jermaine Curse tear them up early this mm-hmm. year against the, the – Tight uh, ends are worried. That's an issue, and they got a couple of versatile tight ends there in Pittsburgh. Big plays are an issue for this Patriots defense. They're bottom 10 in giving up 20 and 40-yard plays. The Steelers are in the top 10 with those big plays. And I just, it, when it comes down to it, I don't trust this Patriot defense against a high-octane mm. offense to make the plays late. And I think this thing is a shootout. It's in the 30s, maybe the 40s. But I think the Pittsburgh Steelers leading the league in sacks defensively, I trust them more. I don't trust Tomlin. I think he stinks as a coach pretty much. I know that this history goes in favor of the Patriots, but whether Connor plays or not, this Patriot defense has to prove me something on the road against a really, really good offense. So I'm going to take the Steelers, uh, Big Ben, and those receivers 
against the Patriots. And I will feel better about this game if we wake up Sunday and find out James Conner's going to go. It's Thursday. He didn't practice yesterday. Yep. We don't know. But I think the Steelers, on the, the heels of their offense being better than the Patriots' defense, well, get this done plus we know two. James Con- we don't know about James Conner right now. No but idea. I do know that Mike Tomlin is the head coach. And that, that's going to factor into this. And you hit on it. I think the over is 52. I like the over in this one as well. I do too. So, I mean, that, that might be something that if you're uncomfortable betting the game because you don't want to be disappointed, I would say that that over 52 to me seems like a good number. Shoot to go. up. That's a, little, that's a little bonus. Ooh. A little bonus. Piece. For your premium subscribers only. My, my lock? Yeah, give me your lock. Giants. I like the Giants at home. Giants giving one and a half at home against Tennessee. That is my lock. And your other three? So people can write well, these down. The other three would the be uh, Seattle giving four in the road at San Fran. Minnesota at home giving seven to Miami because everybody sucks after they beat the <laughs> Patriots their Super Bowl. The Giants are my lock at home. I believe that number's right around one and a half. I got the Pats giving two on the road. I'm going to go with my lock is the Colts at home against the Cowboys laying the three, especially if Zach Martin doesn't go. I got the Bears minus five and a half against the Packers. The Bills at home, short favorite against the Lions. Give me the Steelers. Uh, plus the two. You're going to play this weekend. Go to Twin River Casino or Tiverton. Tiverton is now open. The only two places in New England to bet these games legally. We are on a heater right now. He was 4-0. I was 3-1. 7-1 and one. And one last Seven week. 7 of 8. Watch out. We are bound to go 8-0 this week. No question. Feels like an 8-0 week. We'll talk really? to you uh, next week. Uh, good luck here, Week 15 Slate in the NFL.